We're back. Today's topic, emergency response plans. I thought it was a great topic. In fact, I actually did a little bit of research trying to to see just how much was available to um, individuals with these kind of responsibilities. And, And then I realized nobody really knows who has this responsibility. I mean, really, no, nobody really knows who's supposed to be doing the emergency response plan. If you don't have a safety officer, let me, let me step up. If, if you're working for a smaller company and you don't have a safety officer, you probably don't have an emergency response plan. My name is Pandy Pridemore, and I've been a consultant for a long time. I've been in HR for even longer, much, much longer, and I have been in situations where companies have needed an emergency response plan and something goes wrong. So I really wanted to kind of hit this topic. Um, We're talking to you from Cincinnati, but anyone watching the news cannot deny that there are emergencies and and conditions and, and situations occurring all over our country. And there's nothing worse than being in a situation and allowing panic and chaos to take over. I mean, there's nothing worse, nothing worse. And everybody responds differently in a uh, unexpected circumstance. Some of us are built to handle it. Some of us are not. And some of us do well in some situations and others collapse and crumble And I'm not saying that with an emergency evacuation plan or emergency response plan, everything's going to go smoothly. But let me tell you, I I cannot stress this enough in, in what we're dealing with right now in the world. You need to really consider what your risk is if something were to go wrong. Now, if you're listening to this, most likely you've got some kind of management or some kind of authority in your organization So I want to give you some things to think about. So grab a a paper and pencil, or if you're driving, um, let's just take some mental notes because I really want you to think hard about what you can do for your team to strengthen them and help them be prepared. And when I talk about emergencies, guys, uh, let's, let's go beyond fires. Here in Cincinnati, we talk about tornadoes, but down south, they've got hurricanes. Those are those are normal, right? Those are the ones that we we automatically go. Oh, yeah, yeah, we've got a fire evac- evacuation plan. We've got maps by the doors. We've got our fire extinguishers. But here, let me challenge you with these. How many of you have a plan for theft? And if you're a retailer or a fast food restaurant, and let's talk about what we've been seeing in the news. Do you have an emergency plan for somebody who's coming in and robbing? your facility. Do you have an emergency plan for a riot? For an unruly group? For an unorganized or a a, um, a protest in your area? And I know that geographically there are certain pockets of this country that do now. They do. But it wouldn't hurt the rest of us to take a real, real strong thought on that. How about active shooters? 
you know, it's, it, it goes beyond the, the obvious. But an active shooter can come into any environment. How many of you are prepared for that? And then the most obvious are medical emergencies. And I cannot tell you, even in the small areas of Ohio and Indiana and Kentucky, where I spend most of my time with companies, so few of you actually have medical emergency protocols. And even few of you, fewer of you are educating your team on blood pathogens and the risks around dealing with those kinds of things. And none of you are immune. I do not want any of you, not a single one of you, driving in your car and thinking or, or listening to this podcast and thinking, oh, that'll never happen to me. You have no clue what's going to happen to you. And you might be a consultant like me. You might be, uh, uh, I, I, you could be, I don't care what your role is, what your job is. You, if you're involved in the public, anything can happen. So where do we start? Okay, so we, we now know why we have, or why it's important that we start looking at emergency evacuation plans or emergency response plans. But where do we start? It's interesting, I brought this up to uh, one of my clients here the other day and they brought out this big binder. What was even more interesting was that three people were around the table. We were talking about a circumstance and I looked at them and said, well, what's your emergency response plan? And two of them, who are really the heart and soul of the manufacturing floor, were down there all all the day, all day, all, all the time, looked at me and said, oh, well, gosh, that's a good question. We, we don't even have one. And... <laughs> The third person who's been there since the doors opened looked at him and went, oh, sure we do. Yeah, I did that years ago. And they, honest to God, looked at her and said, well, when were you going to show us? Because we've been here how many years and we didn't know you had one. So we went and got the binder and it was so beautiful. It was so well written and it was so daggone long and so cumbersome. And I just looked at them and said, and which one of you are going to turn these pages and read all this? And second of all, when was the last time you actually exercised it or practiced or ran through this? My point here is emergency response plans do not have to be complicated and they do not have to be difficult, but you do need to spend some time on them. And I've got some shortcuts for you. www.ready.gov has an emergency response plan for you. It's a template. It is done by the government. Yes, it is done by the government. But let me tell you something. It's nine pages, and it's fill in the blank. And maybe some of you already have an emergency or what you think is an emergency response plan. I would still recommend that you go out and pull this off the internet, this template, and go through what they're recommending that you have in your plan and make sure that you've covered all the bases. Homeland Security has their own um, template. Now, it's much shorter. It's only uh, five pages, which is really, really short for the government. But it's preparedness planning for your business. And again, 
it runs you through everything from natural hazards, floods, hurricanes, tornadoes, to health hazards. Um, you, very, you know, very similar to what we went through with the pandemic, human caused hazards, acts of violence, and then technology related hazards like power outages and equipment failure. It's not stuff we think about on a regular basis. It's not even stuff that we even talk about in our management meetings. Now, I had a client that was um, regulated by the FDA, and he was a huge distributor, had, gosh, what did we have, 300,000 square feet of of warehousing, and he had a trucking uh, aspect. So he had hazmat, he had um, uh, intermodal um, transload, so the trains were coming through, and we had multiple, multiple emergency response plans because we had re- multiple settings. We had the trucking setting, we had the rail setting, we had the hazardous material setting, we had the food. And there we did regular walkthroughs. We practiced those plans. Everybody knew what their small rule was. No one had monster rules, but they knew their small rules and they all knew exactly how to participate in that plan. And I I have to really commend him because he was very, he was adamant, adamant about it. But here's why. He understood and he had done a, a risk analysis. He understood the impact to his business because he had so many aspects of his business. He understood the impact of not being prepared. And I want you to think really hard about this. Ask yourself, what would your sales be if you lost sales in an emergency? What would the cost be of delayed sales and lost income? Do you have enough? Do you have the communication well enough or do you have a backup of your system to know what customers to call if you couldn't get deliveries out or if you couldn't fulfill orders? What about the increased expenses incurred? How much would it have cost him if the silos had gone down, it go down and they've got hazardous materials or just dry goods waiting to be, you know, taken off by the trucks that had come in off the rails? And he had to replace those silos and do all that cleanup. He knew exactly, trust me, this client knew it by the dime. He knew. But he had, he had really looked at what would his expenses be. He understood the regulatory fines if that hazardous material got scattered everywhere or if um, oil or gas from his tanks leaked out because of an earthquake. He also understood his customers. He already knew what it was going to cost his customers. And I've got an IT company that does data management and they're always talking about the risk analysis of what happens if one, if one of these circuits goes down and our client, all their data goes away or all their data gets delayed and frozen and they can't access it. We all know how frustrating it is when we go and our, our, uh, cashier cannot run our credit card because the system's down. Almost the same thing, guys. Are you aware of how you would address that? And would you have access to the information to address it fast? 
And what about the delay in new business? If something happens, if you end up with a flood or a fire, what happens if you can't get up and running and your customers or those prospects that you are going to lock in as new customers has to go somewhere else? We've all seen the supply chain and how horrible that's become in regards to getting access. Think about what they're going through in in regards to troubleshooting and trying to uh, deal with the the, um, emergency that they have because they can't get their goods to you and you have to decide, you know, is there somebody else who can give me the product so I can take care of my customers? You see, it doesn't matter what industry you're in. It doesn't matter what your role is in the, the grand scheme of the markets. An emergency could be a horrible, horrible uh, expense to you in so many different ways. And an emergency response plan is almost essential. There is a business impact analysis worksheet available. And I would highly, again, go back to ready.gov and pull that up. And, And just start a conversation with your senior management team. Find out what, how much uh, or what aspects of that they're even thinking about or have even thought about. On Homeland Security's website, they have an emergency action plan guide for active shooter preparedness. And this is not a topic that everybody wants to, to approach, but I'm telling you, it, the world is a different place now, and we need to be prepared for anything and everything. I just did active shooter training. I brought a a, a very, very capable gentleman that I'm in a couple um, gun clubs with, and he did active shooter training with one of my clients, and wouldn't you know, four, maybe five months later, they had an active shooter in, in their neighborhood. And they knew exactly which doors to close. They knew what rooms to to um, vacate, which rooms to stay in. They knew exactly what communication needed to go out to the trucks to make sure the trucks didn't come back in, that they stayed out away from the, the building until law enforcement was able to uh, get, you know, get this guy. But they all came to me afterwards, the, the, the key management people, and said, oh my gosh, there's no way we would have ever known that we would have needed it that fast. And isn't that life? I mean, think about it. Isn't that life that we just never know what's going to happen? I've told you a million times that some people look at me and say, Pandy, it's never a problem until it's a problem. Well, I don't care who you are. You- If you have not been in an emergency type situation in your career, you will be before your career is over. And at that time, you're going to wish and be grateful for an emergency response plan. My name is Pandy Pridemore. Watch us or come back and listen to us again. By the way, this is done on video for some TV stations here in the Cincinnati market. So I apologize for that slip, but um, listen to us again. Because our next show, I'm going to have an expert on this topic. And they're going to give you all the 
even finer details to think about in regards to an emergency response plan. Because you've been listening to The Human Resource. Take care.